You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting on DJ Impact. And we've got the full crew here this week. It's good to see everybody. Matt, Michael, Simon Street, and Sin City Steve. Welcome to Three Count. Feel free to uh, put your comments in the chat box of YouTube Live, Facebook Live, uh, or Twitch, if I didn't say Twitch. And we'll try to get it on as we see fit, all right? So with that... Let's start off with our four-way stop. All right, Sin City Steve, tell me, man, what what, what caught your attention this week? All right, so this week was all about building to that AEW All-In show. You know, that one show that just so happened to sell 80,846 tickets, passing (laughs) the Mania 32 number from Dallas. Uh, they, They did it. Anyway... Um, obviously, as we know, MJF defends the world title against Adam Cole. Um, on Collision, we saw CM Punk dressed as a conquistador attack Samoa Joe, lay him out with the GTS, and accept his challenge for the real world's championship uh, at Wembley. Uh, also on the same show, we had Kenny Omega have a sit-down interview with Jim Ross. And lo and behold, that interview obviously got interrupted by Don Callis, and uh, Bullet Club Gold also, uh, who ambushed Kenny, beat him down, and uh, sent him to a local medical facility, uh, setting the stage for Takeshita, Juice Robinson, and Jay White versus Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, and Kota Ibushi for Wembley. Uh, Britt Baker won her way into the four-way women's title match, and now it'll be Sheeta defending the title against Tony Storm, Soraya, and Britt Baker. Um, Chris Jericho initially told Don Callis that he wanted to join Don Callis family, but Don had other ideas and Will Ospreay attacked him, bloodied him. And uh, yeah, we're going to get Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho. Don't worry. I'm going to talk about that segment a little bit later. Yeah. And then last but definitely not least, the Blackpool Combat Club will be involved in a multi-man match. Imagine that. Uh, Mox, Claudio, and Yuta will have three mystery partners to take on the best friends, Orange Cassidy, the Lucha Brothers, and Eddie Kingston in Stadium Stampede. Call it what you will, but I'm sincerely hoping for a Santana, Santana and Ortiz return. They patch things up, and they're all healthy, ready to go. All right. I will tell you this. After watching SmackDown and the commentary of them reminding how fast that WrestleMania ticket. So I said, okay, this is them throwing those punches. Because <laughs> they said it several times. And I mean, mm-hmm. they were just going in on it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, you yeah. can compare it to uh, Hollywood WrestleMania. 
Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did. So competition is good for the entire business across the board. We've said it numerous times on this show, and it just rings true. No doubt. All right. Diamond Street, man, what you got? Well, you know what? I'll start with Mr. Raw. Um, Cody Rhodes, Finn Balor. Really good match. Really good match, as as what you would expect. Um, You know, things with Finn Balor and Judgment Day are starting to slowly unravel. Um, You know, and then also, too, some things I want to point out, too. You know, with uh, Finn Balor's best friends waiting in the ring, like I, I, he has a new ring song. I wasn't on last week, but uh, McDonough. Is, is, is McDonough's mom? Is McDonough's mom driving the van? Uh, it possibly could be, but uh, like I said, and I'll speak more on what I'm looking forward to. But that that's what I wanted to say last week. But I was sick. But uh, uh, other matches that were really really good that uh, you know that we saw on Monday Night Raw. Get to my Niz Oats. Uh, definitely, Sami Zayn McDonough, as I said before, was really really good um, on NXT. Big, 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 big surprise. Von Wagner and uh, in, in in your boy Braun Breaker. I was surprised by, like I'm telling you, Von Wagner's here. He has the right setup, the right gimmick. Table him. I, I, I'm, I'm in. I'm all in. So those two having a match for Heat Wave coming up is going to be really, really fantastic. Uh, SmackDown, I, I know we're going to talk about it more in detail Um Possibly Edge's last match under WWE contract, AEW. <coughs> um, but uh, you know, uh, great, great match. Uh, really emotional. Uh, you know, with Sheamus, and it, it was just a great night. It was a great send off for the end of SmackDown in Toronto. Uh, it was just really, really awesome. So you know, that that was kind of my four way stop, yo. All right, all right, good stuff, good stuff. Man, Michaels, what you got? Uh, I'll agree with American Bam Bam. That was not a GTS. That was, holy shit, Joe is heavy, and I got to get him off my shoulders quickly. Yeah. <laughs> that was awful. Um, uh, Theory versus LA Knight. Well, you know, this whole thing setting up LA Knight and Miz, uh, it's the perfect first type of feud for LA Knight. Um, Austin, you know, working with a veteran in uh, – LA Knight was uh, something that, you know, is more needed too, is to see Theory wrestle guys who have more experience. Uh, Heyman backstage talking to Kayla about rumors. Oh, that was such a great little thing. Uh, Man, Heyman always comes off just with her as such a creepy uncle type. It's so beautiful to see. Uh, Judgment Day's opening on Raw, Dominic, and they had they had the uh, booze pumping, and it was pretty fucking obvious they're just overkilling the booze. But Dominic says, "I just learned Canada is part of North America." <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. Uh, McDonough versus Zane was fabulous, fabulous. Um, Something that I think was great this week is some new matchups, fresh matchups. Gable versus Da Vinci and Gunther versus Otis was great. New stuff to see. And holy shit, Ali. Yeah. Holy fuck. He he has a promo about the North American Championship. Mm-hmm. 
He is now a politician, and it fucking works. He found a goddamn character after, what, seven years? <laughs> it's amazing. It's like, holy shit, where was this this whole time? Well, I tell you what, I'll be voting for him. <laughs> I'm about to go back and watch this. Oh, man. NXT. And, NXT. And, and no one better disagree or insult my intelligence. <laughs> nice, nice. Well played. Um, I, I will say, uh, uh, McDonough, I am glad to see that there he's going to be in a good storyline uh, with Valor because I didn't know what they was going to do with him. This is perfect. I like where he's going yeah. with that. So. Yes. Um, all right. Let's get into the two sweet for the week. All right. Simon Street. Tell us, man, what was too sweet for the week? Well, I'm definitely going to go ahead and um, start off with Charlotte. The, the match that happened on SmackDown was Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair versus Damage Control and mm-hmm. Bailey and EO Sky. Um, it was a really good match, and I do like what we're doing because let's be honest, if you've been watching this product in EO Sky One, you were excited, but then you also realize how much work it takes to put people around her to make that an interesting title run. It's not that she's not, you know, athletic enough to be able to do what she has to do in the ring, but you gotta add some legs to that, a little bit of more context, because there is that language barrier. It is what it is, right? This is kind of a good vehicle for that, a little bit. Um Having her kind of in damage control, obviously, we kind of know something may happen with, with Bailey at some point. We know she has that knife ready for EO's back, and it'll be a, a face turn. We know that. But it was nice to see Bianca Belair and Charlotte. They even said Belair and Flair quite a few times, which is quite interesting. And we got a little bit of uh, Bianca trying to make uh, you know Charlotte dance a little bit, but Charlotte like, baby, I don't move my hips like that. They go forward and back, not side to side. So, you know, um, and, and, and I, apparently that's how, how, how Poppy likes it. So other than that, that was my two sweet for the week. Having all four um, of those women, they worked the match. It was great. I mean, you know, what, what more could you want? And you got to see Charlotte dance. So that's my two sweet for the week. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. All right, uh, Matt Michaels, man, what you got? Uh, you know, we can start off here with uh, Becky versus Trish. Um, a classic WWE uh, brawl that goes into the um, into the the uh, what it would be concourse, I guess, right? That's that's what they would call that. Yeah, and the. <laughs> I think they even said, what a creative use of merchandise as they're <laughs> throwing the merchandise at each other, which was hysterical. And then to have Zoe come out of nowhere dressed as like a fucking camera person or whatever the fuck, you know, just in black and stuff. And and um, the whole idea was building up for the cage match. So, you know, that should be an interesting. This is the right way to do match match blow off simple very simple uh cody versus finn was excellent um you know we forget finn is good sometimes it's it's true um you know he's he is the one thing that is you know bring the demon back for the big matches 
That would be great. Especially with Judgment Day. You know, bring it out of them. Have something bring it out. And finally, Wes, Lee, and Mello, their tension, their contract signing, the buildup of everything that's going on between the two of them is spectacular. And that is going to be fucking phenomenal when those two get in the ring together. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Sin City Steve, man, what you got? All right. So the MJF and Adam Cole vignette filled the goofy quota, uh, goofy wrestling quota for the show on Dynamite. Um, they're facing Aussie Open at All In for the ROH World Tag Team titles on the pre show. Oh. Well, we'll, we'll I'll mention that <laughs> elsewhere. But anyway, um, so anyway, um, MJF had Adam Cole meet up with him. Where else? Because they're facing Aussie Open. Outback Steakhouse. Uh, this was some <laughs> shit straight out of WWE booking. But the thing is, they're adding layers to these characters. What have we said for so long that they they haven't actually built characters? They've only done dream matches. So for them to add multiple layers to characters, um, despite it being goofy or whatever your thoughts were about you know what they're doing with MJF and Adam Cole... This is what they need to do and add multiple layers to these characters. Too sweet to all to both of these guys for killing this storyline. Um, also, I don't usually tell you guys to go check something out on Rampage, but Ray Phoenix and Commander kicked off Rampage and had one hell of a fun, fast-paced, competitive 13-minute lucha match. Um, so good. If you have 13 minutes, go see it. And uh, oh yeah, speaking of must-see. Darby Allen, Christian Cage went out, had a killer 20-minute oh, oh. You can say whatever you want, Michaels. But the fact is Christian Cage is in his 50s. He still can work extremely oh, well. Oh. I know it pains you, man, but the oh. fact is it was a great match. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it Darby did pick up the win with a jackknife roll-up, but, yeah, very, very solid. Too sweet to those guys as well. And oh yeah, we got Joker Sting too. Fuck it, too sweet to that. Oh yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, with the kidnapping of Prince Nana. So yeah, yeah. Joker Sting, awesome. Joker Sting TNA much better face paint. Yeah, I, I, I got to give props. Yeah, looking at Edge's um, his promo package, man, it had a lot of Christian in it. Yeah, well, they, segue they into where he's going next. Yeah, they were. I know they were a tag team, but, I, you know, I, I, it was just funny because you could have found any, even uh, when Edge was young, you could find any photo where Ed, that Christian wasn't in. But it, he was. Well, but but the coattails are long, and you got to hold on to them, and that's what Christian's been doing for fucking 50 years. So, <laughs> Well, yeah, you're, he yeah, definitely... yeah, Christian was in the video package for Edge. So, <laughs> yeah, because you can't find any footage of him outside of Edge is never alone because Christian is always fucking hanging on. Or what does that say? What does that say about Edge without Christian then? If they weren't showing very many highlights without Christian. Can I tell you why they did that? Hold on. Can I tell you why they did that? The writing's on the wall, y'all. We already know Edge has his checklist, and he wants to do shit with his old buddy, Christian, who's his best friend. He go on to fucking AEW, and WWE's smart. It's like, if we know your ass is leaving to go to AEW, we're going to let you know that Christian ain't shit without Edge. That's what that promo video was to me. 
Oh, oh, I'm delirious. Let okay, let's you. go on it's, to the next. You know what? I I don't want to prolong it, but let me just ask this: Is there some? Was there some uh, article or something that's saying that? Edge will most likely go to AEW because I don't see no that. Simon Street said that yeah, shit. No, so okay, you called me. Simon Street said if it don't happen, oh well. If it do, y'all come back on this show and hey, say hold on, Simon, Simon hold Street. On. Hold on, Simon. There, there, there's pure speculation, and there's been the um the quote unquote news sites that aren't really news sites, so they just pull right. shit. Yeah, they're the ones who have been saying stuff like, Well, here's the 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 reasons right okay these are the things that clearly show that he has a very good chance like for instance one of the things is that triple h would not hold it against him for not staying with them okay because he understands that edge wants to wrestle and the wwe might want to move on from edge wrestling okay there you go. Right. And, and Bam Bam says there's an article. So you know what? That might okay. That would make more sense because I was almost thinking that Edge was going to be like Taker in terms of I'm a loyal guy. I'm never going anywhere, and I, and that's why I would I would never think that that would. But that now that you're explaining, that, scumbag ain't fucking loyal to shit. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Said, hold who on. is it? Hold on. Let's look at this whole loyalty thing, right? Loyalty is something that goes both ways. Right. And I'm not saying the WWE wasn't loyal to, to, to Adam Cole. Right. They gave him a chance. Obviously, he got cleared and everything. But it, but what was what was he going to do? He wasn't doing shit for about almost a year. Now, some of that he was injured. Right. No disrespect. It's just one of the things to work on. He knows he has a limited amount of time. He wants to go do something else. Man, much luck to him. Seriously. Wow. All right. Well, more power to him. Um, we talk about that on three count. It again, plug, cheap plug. Oh, oh. <laughs> it ain't cheap if you listen. Oh, all right, here we go. All right, Matt Michaels, did you find any WTFs this week? <laughs> <laughs> it's, maniac- it's maniacal laugh. <laughs> I, I'm I, just one. One huge, long, what the fuck. <laughs> okay. So it starts out with dumping a fucking bucket of Moxley blood over Jarrett's head for no goddamn reason. All right. So we're going to just dump blood all over and just and make sure Karen Angle gets some on her too. All right. Um, and then um, as this tur- just fucking travesty starts and you know they're just beating the you know just throwing punches whipping each other into things uh the the huge giant fucker um took one of the worst post spots i've ever seen in my life where he just kind of goes into the post and just kind of yeah it was fucking (laughs) unbelievable but then they pull the next card which is picture in picture On a black hallway with a fucking little red lighting. So you don't know what the fuck is happening. You literally are looking at a fucking black hallway. (laughs) And you're going, wait, what am I trying to see here? This is fucking believable. And then all of a sudden, this fucking uh, person you see is chained up. But who the fuck is chained up? Because you can't see 
because it's fucking black and it's just making no sense. And then all of a sudden they get to, they're running towards double doors and it opens up and we see a cowboy hat and a red shirt, but it's so fucking tiny and black. You can't tell who the fuck it is until they get to the ring. And that ominous figure was Sanjay fucking Dutt, which makes it so goddamn ridiculously stupid. They get down to the fucking ring. Excalibur can't even tell you if it's smoke or vapor. He can't make up his goddamn fucking mind. That's his goddamn job is to sell whatever the fuck it is. It's fake blood, like I said. The referee has goddamn fucking gloves on like it's real fucking blood. Of course. When you talk about it, it's this material. Ethan Page has to fucking use his hands to try to get the crowd into it, and five people start going, yay? (laughs) (laughs) Just reacting. And then, in the middle of it, I go, why is Karen Agle in this fucking thing at all? Oh, because... Leatherface comes out and he has to chase her back to the back because that's the whole point of this match. What what was what, what was this on? This dynamite. Was that, okay. Dynamite. Okay. Something and else I gotta go check out. 13 minute match that Steve mentioned on Rampage. That should have been in place of this bullshit. Absolutely agree. Why fucking Tony Khan is a fucking idiot mm-hmm. yeah it, it was it oh, i just all I, right all right yeah Let me... <laughs> oh, and, they, and, 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 and dj yeah just to let you know they have another fucking goddamn belt and it's a leather face motherfucking texas chainsaw fucking face on a belt for no fucking reason at all okay all right sin city <laughs> tell me man what you got so that'll just roll right into my what the fucks. So, you know, last week I called my shot. All right. I said it on this show that I guaranteed that we would talk and that I would talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh, yeah, you match did. in the what the fuck segment. And sure as shit, it happened. Yeah, it was the battle of the Jeffs. All right. The yeah. battle of the fucking Jeffs. Um, I thought I was watching a fiend match, honestly. Uh, red lights, weapons, <laughs> gimmicks aplenty, all sorts of Hollywood spectacle bullshit that they were trying. It, it was ripped straight out of a B-movie. Obviously, this was a sponsorship tie-in with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game that launched on the 18th, mm. um, which, yeah, that's why Leatherface had the cameo and chased Leatherface to the back. I mean, Angle or Jarrett or whoever. Um, anyway... Uh, the sponsorship deal netted AEW $100,000. Wow. $100,000 for a 15-minute block off of your marquee show. Great. Wow. Uh, <laughs> elsewhere, uh, the Hangman Page promo that he cut at the hospital. You know, those hospitals really do just happen to look a lot like the back of an arena with the event EMT ambulance in the background with the lights turned on. Just saying. <laughs> Uh, and then lastly, the Jericho and Callus segment was just fucking weird. Um, yeah. Jericho says that he joined the Callus family. Then Don rushed Jericho to get him out of the ring because he had a picture made, uh, which just so happened to be of Don Callis holding uh, freaking Jericho's severed head. Um, 
yeah. Then you have Will Ospreay fucking attack Jericho and bust the frame over Jericho's head. Hey, newsflash. All In, where this match is being made for, is in the UK. Will Ospreay is from the UK. <laughs> he is going to get a hero's welcome in the UK. Yeah. Don't try to book him as a heel. What the fuck? Wow. Yeah, that's right. Ah, oh, TK. He's still learning. He's, you know what? Some people always, you have people that, that learn on the job. But at some point, there are, they're supposed to be kind of like, you know, at this point, caught up. He's still learning, you know. No, <laughs> no, you don't learn when you're snorting fucking coke. That's not <laughs> learning. That's fucking getting high and then going, hey, I'm putting on a wrestling show. Yeah, yeah. All Get right. High, higher ratings. Diamond Street, go. Wow. You know what? I got to be honest with you. Uh, Michaels, you had said the whole Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus match. Uh, what the fuck was that crowd was barely getting into it? Uh, at least at first, it, it was kind of dead at first, and yeah, luckily it picked up some steam. But I was kind of like, What the fuck? because you know, I was pretty excited because it was this huge, big build for this match to come up, and it just you know, it didn't quite hit the mark. But as you stated earlier, at least it's leading up to something, so let's hope and pray it was a lot better than that. That was my worst. What the fuck? Next one was uh, NXT, man, with uh, you know, I, I expect a little bit better, I get it's a developmental. And I get that sometimes things happen, but there's a couple of what the fucks of just subparness, which uh, is not something that NXT should be fucking around with. Some of these subparts can include, uh, you know, that Trick Williams versus uh, Drew Gal uh, Drew Gallic, uh, Gulak was not that great. And it sucks because it, Trick Williams is losing a little bit of momentum, man. He's been going in hot and heavy for the last three weeks. And this match was just, I don't know, it was just meh. Uh, also, too, uh, man, Dana Brooke versus Blair Davenport. All right, I got to be the person that just points out the obvious. Maybe it's just my strong opinion. I feel that Blair Davenport is not a strong uh, uh, pull for me at all. Like, like I, I feel nothing. I see nothing when she's out there. Um, I don't know. It, it is it maybe just Davenport's me? fault. I know, I know. It was Dana Brooke, but my point is. The match was cool, but man, toward the end, what the hell? There was so much miscues. It looked discombobulated. It, they was not synced at all. Uh, it's just kind of sad. Um, Got to do better, guys. Got to do better, NXT. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I expect better from you. Uh, you know, um, the, the, the crowd, um, the crowd, um audio that wwe seems to play this track and especially i mean they do it on both shows but on smackdown still this horrible they've got to stop it they've really got to stop that that audio track and they don't need it i mean it ain't, well, it ain't the pandemic no more we don't need it no more but it's just not sounding it sounds weird it's yeah and it's, it's also affecting it also affects their audio too because you can barely hear their the announcing on SmackDown versus what you hear on Raw. It's very low, even when you cut it no, up. Dude, dude, I like I said, even on Raw, Dominic is talking and they're blaring it so loud that you you missed like the audience fucking missed the, right. the fucking joke. It it's bad on both shows. Um yeah. notice on NXT, they don't have to do that. 
if they sweeten right. it, it's it's almost hardly noticeable. Yeah. Um, because the crowd's in it, it's a small crowd, and but they have to manipulate. The problem is, is AEW does it too. So all the big, you know, the big shows use this method to try to tell their storylines, and it fucking. But that sucks. wasn't that wasn't always a thing that WWE was doing. You know, this is I would say probably about the pandemic was about when this kind of started. Yeah, that's when they started piping in their own shit. Which I, mean, I, get, I get it. Which I get during that, but right now I don't feel we need it. I mean, some of these places they go or they're hype, they're ready to go. Can I be honest with you? With all that new technology that they be using nowadays, uh, quit with that piped in music shit and bring back some of them uh, that the those ring entrances with the AK cam or, or the AK camera on it. Bring some of that shit back. That shit was fire. That shit would make certain entrances look really good, and from a production standpoint, really was eye catching. Bring that shit back. But did it cost too much? What happened? John made a point too. That's very true. He, he says uh, being live twice for Dominic cutting promos is he is that loud from the audience alone. And it's true. Um, you know, we saw it, DJ. The guy has heat. It's fucking great. But then you force feed it over on top of him talking and it fucking sucks because it ruins yeah. what the guy is doing. And that's the biggest problem is like these guys can perform. <laughs> it's they're entertainers. I'm going to send Levesque an email. I, we'll fix this. I, I'm going to send that when we get off. Don't get worry. I got this all under control. <laughs> well, hey, if Vince touches its ass, then uh, it will go away. <laughs> yeah. NDA. All right. Here we go. So he's touching- All right. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna start with you, Simon Street. You look like you was about to get something else in. So, what are you looking out for, and what else were you gonna say too? Like, you, you use your two minutes. <laughs> well, man, you know what? I'm looking out for uh, 101 ways to not have Vince McMahon touch my ass. Oh, okay. According to what y'all talking about, that I'm very concerned. Uh, but other than that, in the world of pro wrestling, I'm definitely excited for the Street Profits and seeing how, how, how what they're gonna do with them. And the reason why I say that is because they're definitely showing more of an aggressive side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're partnering up with Bobby uh, Lashley. Uh, but also, too, one thing that I want to point out for, for me, maybe it's just something. Uh, I'm finding a bit of a clash, and maybe they'll figure it out and round it out. I feel that with this more serious approach, this more uh, cutthroat, I feel like it's time for us to change uh, maybe their entrance a little bit. You know, I don't know how that's going to play out because, you know, they have pretty good merch sales from what I've seen, but they're going to have to do something that really, I feel, to complete the circle. Um, next, I mean, are they bad guys? No, well, it's not so much that the bad guys. So, okay, you're coming in, you're serious, talking about F, everybody. We coming through, right? New mindset, but then you come out and you want to have party. And even the announcer said on SmackDown, sometimes they get distracted by all of the fun of being a WWE superstar. So when you think of their entrance, out of all the entrances, it's that's a party. It's a fun. So they're gonna have to figure that out, and that's just my opinion and my gotcha. viewpoint on that. So um, also outside of that, you know, um, L.A. Knight, um, I know uh, Michaels had spoke on it a little bit earlier. Um, super happy at the direction they're going with L.A. Knight. Um, I think that you always want to pivot on someone's strengths, and L.A. Knight can talk on the mic as well as anybody in the company right now. Well, I'm just going to put it out there. And so having him and the Miz go up a great, and then having that third little pain in the ass 
theory kind of lurk in the distance is really good as well, too. You know, those three combination definitely for the next uh, pay-per-view that's coming up. I'd love to see something like that. And as L.A. Knight said, um, you know, he's, he's, he's going to be the United States championship one a day. So, Ray, hold on to it as much as you can until that whiplash attack come back because L.A. Knight is taking the U.S. title. And just like the people, Michaels in Toronto, L.A. Knight, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Matt Michaels. I am looking out for the new women's tag team champions. I love the fact that Chelsea Green wanted to do open auditions. <laughs> Piper Niven just came in and said, it's my fucking belt. I'm your new tag partner. But you you were going to audition. No. <laughs> That's it. It's a new team. That's it. They finally got rid of the bullshit. You know, all the dewdrop stuff is fucking behind yeah. her. The injury actually fucking helped her. And now maybe you get someone who you can utilize a little bit more better. Um, Glass Bro. Oh, my God. Drew McIntyre has personality now because he's got fucking <laughs> Matt Riddle. That's great. Awesome. But even more exciting is the New Day sounded a little heelish. Mm -hmm. That was interesting. I like it. Let's give them a new little, you know, they don't have to go full heel, but they can be a little more fucking badass and a little more cocky about themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, boy, I'm actually, you know, Simon said, Vaughn, and uh, you, you said you're looking forward to Vaughn and who? Vaughn and Braun. Vaughn and Braun. We saw Vaughn and Braun. The match that's happening is Vaughn and Corbin. Oh, yeah, that is. You did. That's, you're right. Yeah. You're right. And uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting anyway. You're well, right. Well, listen, listen. You know what? You said it. He's Vaughn's got the personality now. It's coming through. He's got the gimmick. We're going to see Corbin go through a table. So that's going to be great. And table. boy, oh, boy. Lyra, Lyra and Dragon Lee teaming up against Mommy and Dom. Oh, that's going to be great. Yeah. Good Love stuff it. here. All right, Sin City, man. What are you looking out for, man? Hey, you know, the first segment I mentioned that they're finally starting to build characters in AEW. And on Collision, they did a great job of doing just that. Uh, there was a vignette where Roosh uh, had contacted Jose, the assistant, told him to bring uh, Preston Vance and Drillistico to Mexico and that they needed to have an LFI meeting. So I like the faction. I like the people in the faction. But quite honestly, it's like as if they've been largely squandered during their time in the promotion. So let's hope that this is the beginning of a change for that faction. Bring them back with an, no pun intended, bring them back with a bit of an edge to them and turn them a bit heel and make them be feared. I'm all for that. And also, same exact show, we get a vignette for Ricky Starks that made him look like a fucking star. And then he cuts a promo with Tony Schiavone. Uh, evidently, uh, Starks was suspended for 28 days because of his attack on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, but he has his manager's license and has aligned <laughs> with Big Bill. Yes, a uh, friend of the show, Big Bill. Uh, I, I love the idea. Um, it, it 
Bill squashed a, a local talent on Collision, and then the two of them whipped the guy with the belt. Uh, more character development for Ricky Starks, please. Um, also, we did get the official announcement. Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs at All Out in Chicago. Hoss fights. Let's fucking go. And last but not least, this new character arc for Tony Storm is fucking fantastic. She is yes. doing the she's doing some of the best character work that I've ever seen her do. I want to see more. Yeah, let's take the title off of her. <laughs> but her but best in, a, work. In, in, in in this case, in this case, taking the title off of her acted as the catalyst to push her into this new character arc. So when when it's something like that, I'm completely fine with it. She got more depth, Michaels. Come on, man. I know you don't. I I know you think all the women in pro wrestling gotta have props to stand them up. This girl got talent. Don't make don't don't make the constipation face. Don't make the constipation face with me, young man. Obstinate. What the fuck are you talking about? Because because you bitching and complaining about you take the title away from her. Okay, you you know you normally take the title away from people who don't need the title. Sometimes she don't need the title. She. It's not that she needs the title. The title needs her to fucking make it legitimate. That fucking company needs to fucking get their heads out of their asses and not put a title on someone, then take it away, then put it back on them, then take it away, and fucking let her run with the character. All right, all right. Here we go. That's the show. All right, Matt Michaels, what was the uh, show for you this week? Uh, I honestly, I, I, I enjoyed Raw a lot, but I um, I really liked uh, what NXT is doing, and um, it's going to be uh, really cool to see what they come up with uh, this Wednesday um, with what they've set up. So uh, NXT, definitely. All right, all right. Uh, let's go to you, Sin City. Joe of the Week. AEW Collision. Saturday night's all right for fighting, man. Uh, they continue the trend. Great fucking show. No doubt, no doubt. Diamond Street. Um, I'm going to do it a two-parter. SmackDown, I would say, was more of the fuller show for me. Uh, a lot of things that they did were really, really good. Uh, especially with handling the edge thing. I think that was done quite gracefully, but also to building up a lot of storylines and then not leaving us hanging, you know, with the bloodline, even though they weren't on there. Uh, Paul Heyman saying that last little bit, hey, Jimmy will be on SmackDown next week because we all know that they can't go to Toronto. That was for sheer brilliance. So small shit like that, SmackDown. Um, and then the small second one that I didn't get a chance to say what I'm looking forward to, but I got a chance to play because we talked about it, is I got a chance to play Chainsaw Massacre, the video game, and I got to tell you, it's a lot of fucking fun. So if you like uh, horror slashers, blood gore, you play it on Xbox Game Pass, or you can buy it on Steam, PlayStation 5. It's not on Switch, so you, you can't be murderous on your handheld. So there you go. Those are the two things that I've just been rocking my mind. All right. Well, I guess that $100,000 that uh, AEW got paid worked for one of our members here. 
See? That's go. why Sin City. There you go. I was going to back anyways. <laughs> All right, everybody. Look, thank you for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. We're going to jump right into our three count. You see the topics of what we're going to talk about is scrolling below. I can't wait till we start with count number one. I want to know what's up, man. When this made news, I'm like, what? We got to talk about that. So um, so definitely join us for those that are watching us live. When we get off here, if you're following us, you should get the notification on YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook. Make sure you jump back on because we want to hear what you got to say, and we'll throw the comments up on the live feed uh, if you're just downloading the podcast thank you for downloading make sure for three count you download tuesday's episode and you'll be able to um you know hear that discussion as well so with that we'll see you next week we'll do it all over again all right y'all take care and happy wrestling to you all biggest bad boys of podcasting